Please be aware, the sound of gunshots is heard in this report, which may be disturbing to some listeners. When you lose a loved one the way that we lost a loved one, your identity is no longer your identity. I am Anthony Scott. But then people say, oh, he's Walter Scott's brother. You know the one, the one that died in North Charleston. On April 4, 2015, Walter Scott was fatally shot in North Charleston by Michael Slager, a North Charleston police officer. Slager stopped Scott because of a broken brake light on his car. Let's talk about your brother, Walter Scott. Um, I think parents know us one way, and then we as siblings, we know each other a different way. Tell us about your brother. He was a family man. He was a father. And even though he had to go through the, the tragedy of the child support system, he was a good father. And, and, and he, he, was, he loved his children. One thing he would always say, Callie, would get me. He said that you are the best big brother in the world. Tell me about that day and how you found out about the shooting. I was sitting at home, me and my daughter. I got on the phone with my nephew. I finally reached him, who was at the scene. He said that uh, there was some type of incident with the taser. I'm like, an incident with the taser over a traffic stop? And I, I went on over there. And after I got there, they had the area blocked off. When I approached my nephew, my nephew said, he's gone. I'm like, he is gone. And Carol and I actually lost it at that point. Before we heard the officer's story, Carol and I was out there and I said, this is not sounding right. Slaker initially reported that Walter Scott was trying to use his taser against him. When I spoke with the sled agent, I asked him, where was my brother shot? And he did not want to tell me. And then he said, one one my opinion is back. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a struggle for a taser. So if you're struggling for something, you would be facing one another. I knew there was something wrong with the entire story from that point. This is before we even knew about it. Tell me about finding out there was a recording, a videotape of the shooting. That was the next day. And it was surreal. Slager was charged with murder after a video surfaced showing him shooting Scott from behind as Scott was running away. It's one thing to see your family member get murdered by a police officer, and then you go to trial. And I think that's the most painful thing about the whole thing. Now they're trying to say that your family member was at fault for being a police officer and handling the situation in such a manner that's not appropriate for any police officers to do. 
I remember clearly your mother talk about not being shaken when the judge declared a mistrial in the first trial because the jury could not reach a unanimous decision. I don't care what man say, I don't care how it looks, it's not over. Y'all hear me? It's not over! So God say it's over. Her faith was very strong. Was yours as strong at that time? It absolutely was. The truth will run you down, but a lie ain't gonna, is not going to stand. And he was lying. And the guilt was, I think, was really playing on him. In a May 2017 plea agreement, Slager pled guilty to federal charges of civil rights violations and was returned to jail pending sentencing. In return for his guilty plea, the state's murder charges were dropped. Anthony, do you ever wonder what would have happened if there weren't a video? I feel like if there wasn't a, a video, there would never been charges brought against that police officer. The evidence, even with the video, we still didn't get the conviction that could have saved George Floyd's life. Because if we in Charleston had gotten the conviction on that police officer the way we should have, police reform would have come to America. And we missed, we missed it. Right now, of course, um, in national media, the trial of Derek Chauvin, the police officer in Minneapolis accused of killing George Floyd by kneeling on his neck is underway. I'm wondering how you are feeling as you watch the Chauvin murder trial. Uh, I actually um, am planning on reaching out to the Floyd family that just prepare your heart and your mind for what you're about to go through because the road has just started. And it's not going to be an easy road because it will drag your family member through the mud on past life stuff, you know, that we all may have had some type of family member somewhere down the line that's been, been involved in drugs, involved in child support, involved in not having a good job, involved in something. And all these things happen to be what play a part in this, him getting murdered, I would say not. But they say yes. <laughs> they say yes. How do you feel toward Michael Slager? I have forgiven him for his crime of murder to my brother. I had to forgive him, um, Callan, because without forgiveness, I could not receive the level of healing which I have gotten in my life. I could not move forward in my life until I forgave him. Because forgiveness is not necessarily for the officer as it is for you. It's more for you than it is for the person that you're forgiving. Uh, it does not change the fact that I think he should serve time. In December of 2017, Slager was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Do you think race was a factor in the case with your brother? Yes, I do. I don't know whether he's a racist, but I think race played a part in the death of my brother. Definitely. And there is a definite need for 
training, police reforms, not only in North Charleston, but all across our nation. You know, Anthony, it's been a very difficult six years for you and your family. I understand you lost both of your parents within the last couple of years. Mom and dad both passed last year. Mom passed in January and dad passed in October. How are you doing? We're doing okay. I mean, as as well as expected, I mean, mom had been going down ever since the trial and ever since the the whole situation happened. I mean, she she was once a jubilant lady. I mean, just full of happiness and joy. And and after seeing her son murdered the way that he was, it, it took a toll on her. And then, not to even mention the trial in itself, it was it was just a, a disastrous for her. You feel as if she didn't recover from that. Anthony Scott, I certainly appreciate your candor and the perspective you bring to what continues to be a difficult issue in our, certainly our country. And I I appreciate your time and I wish you the very best and, and please give the very best to your family and friends. Thank you very much and I appreciate you. And I hope you learned something. That's it for this episode of Let's Talk. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Carolyn Murray. Let's Talk is produced by David Dixon. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe, write a review, and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening.